Hello, I'm Tracy Carlton Ward and this is Sweat, Grit and Hustle. On today's show, I'm really excited because I am with a great gentleman called Tom Holmes, who's actually got a brilliant story about his life. This is the man that has gone from rugby to beer. Tom, welcome. Cheers, Tracy. Thank you very much for having me. So I know because when I, you know, as part of our networking group, you were starting out um, the the brewery company, if you like, a couple of years ago, but it was in its real infancy. It was a bit like um, trying to think a couple of American programs where they were making beer or lager for fun. And this has now gone heads off into a formal brand and it's actually out there in some of the places where you can buy lager now. So that's brilliant news, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's that's exactly what it was. So we were uh, we were due to try and launch in uh, in kind of the summer of 2020. That's what we we're uh, aiming for. Then then as with everybody, everything that all got put on hold with with lockdown. So uh, so yeah, through 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 those little bits that um, that that were side hustles, probably good good word. We've given the name of uh, given the name of the podcast, but yeah, it was it was a side hustle and. and uh, at that time, I was working with uh, in commercial finance, which actually gave me quite good grounding and, and good good information into you know the, the the finances and how businesses kind of run on that respect. So uh, so yeah, no, it was uh, it's 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 gathered momentum quite quickly. It has, hasn't it? So let's we'll come back to to the the information and the story around batch ninety five later on. But let's start off with the fact you were. Were you a pro rugby player or semi-pro? Yeah, so I was uh, a professional in the end. So I was um, did, did, it, did it straight from school. So uh, only really started playing rugby in, in high school. Um, didn't, didn't play before. I played football through that, and then I still, to be fair, still play football now. Um, I was just just not that good at it. I was a bit better, a bit better at rugby in the end. <laughs> so uh, so took that avenue. So um, so yeah. Uh, Started playing rugby in, in high school and then um, played for the the county, which around here is um, is Cheshire where I'm from. So played county and then the kind of age grade um, representatives through, uh, and that led to me getting a, a contract at Sale, which is which is the, the closest team to me, just up in Manchester there, um, where we left you know full time straight from school. Um, Part, I had a little sabbatical. I spent a year in South Africa, um, and then stayed back to Sale um, for for a few years there. Then to Rotherham, which is, yeah. which is how we how we came across each other. And then while still living in Rotherham, I was I was playing, I was just travelling up the M, up, up down the M1, should I say, to Nottingham for the last couple of years up until COVID. Um, so yeah, until COVID, I was still uh, still living the dream, as it were. So, you know, I mean, you, you see in the press all the amounts that footballers get transferred for, for. What's it like as a professional rugby player in terms of, you know, income-wise? Does it sustain an income? Do you guys have to go off and do other jobs as well? Yeah, so early on, yeah. So my, my first, I think my first contract, don't mind saying, a, so this is a few years ago now, I'm, I'm 32, so... Uh, this is when I'm when I'm 18, but um, I think it was eight thousand pound a year. So uh, that's for, there's 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 not much glitz and glamour uh, when you when you're earning that. But then I just start to go. You know, the superstars they get paid very well. Of course, not nowhere near the same as football. But don't get it wrong. But, um, but the the big names they get paid well. 
then, you know, arguably the, the kind of squad players, which, which was, you know, the, the, the kind of lads who, who fill the team alongside you, alongside your, uh, your well-known names. Um, they again get paid, get paid pretty well, but again, nowhere near football. Um, then for me, I wasn't quite, quite going to play a few games for sale, not, not nothing major, but, uh, I wanted to play a little bit more, so came to League Below, which is rather a Nottingham. And, and for me, that in terms of being sustainable, I think I would earn what I would earn in a job. So I yeah. just thought, why? Well, you might as well, until until you can't do it anymore, you might as well do it because uh, yeah, it, it, it is a pretty good gig with its with its downsides that not everybody sees. But as, as with everything, but um, like you say, for, for for someone in the late twenties, early thirties, it's uh, it's much better than than uh, than being stuck on a building site or in an office. Yeah. So, any broken bones during your career, then? Oh, uh, yeah. I've had uh, both ankles, uh, fingers fall to bits, knees. I've got a really, I've got a dicky knee that I'm having trouble with. I've got two hernias currently, actually, uh, which <laughs> I which I only found out the other day. Um, luckily, my shoulders weren't too bad, but I had elbows. And the as I say, most man's lower body, but. But yeah, unfortunately, there's a there's a good list on that. But that's just part and parcel of the uh, part and parcel of the nature of it. Yeah, and I know footballers can get injured as well. But when you look at it, I think rugby players come off worse, really. So oh, it's just the just the nature of the game, isn't it? A bit more yeah. physical, and you know, there's very rarely any. You know, footballers, it's all lower body, as, as you'd imagine. But with us, it's a bit more. Um, a bit more upper body, shoulders and necks and yeah. heads and concussions and there's all, there's all sorts now that, that that can affect you a little bit more. But as I say, it's all we, we all sign up for. We know what's coming, so uh, you get more in training. To be fair, I got more more of my more serious injuries in training than I did in, in actually playing. So um, so yeah, it's just all as I say, part of parcel. Wow. So was this genuinely then a passion as somebody at high school that wanted to play rugby and get paid for it? Or was it a case of it just fell into your lap? Yeah, I think it just fell into it, to be totally honest with you. Um, I was always uh, I was always quite driven. My dad my dad was a good influence on me, to be fair. He, you know, there was there was a few he 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 actually managed to get the balance right, I think, as a teenager, because you start to knock about with your friends and he was quite good at being, you know, and, and having a drink. A little bit underage, we you know nothing, nothing ridiculous. But you know, you're, you're at that age of 16, 17, 18, where your your decisions start to have a little bit more of an effect that you don't you don't realise at the time. And and in fairness to him, he was he would bang on on me about fitness. So if there was a party, I'd go to the party. But he, you know, I'd be up running the next day. And scientifically, I don't actually think it means anything, but it does give you a good kind of mental mentality. Sorry, should I say that you know when you that kind of work hard, play hard, which in fairness actually has just come to me, but it kind of relates to the bit in a good way yeah. in, in respect. So, um, but yeah, no, it, it, I think I just fell into it and, um, you know, what you, you take each bit as it, as it comes and uh, especially the age group uh, rugby. So you play for the county, then you play for the north, then you play for, for the, the national team. And as I say, at, at the age group level, it's, it gets serious very quickly. You go from having staying in these hotels and going away all through the school holidays, where you you can pretty much do and do what you want as a teenager. You're just away from home to you know you used to get fry ups at breakfast, and now you're having granola for breakfast. You know, as daft as it yeah. sounds, within 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 the space of a few months. So uh, 
so yeah, it was he just just kind of just kind of rolled punches to be honest with you. Brilliant. Now, when we met, which was um, actually while we were still in lockdown, I believe. Yeah. We met on a network meeting where you were working for Goodman Corporate, which was a corporate financing outfit. So how did you go from rugby into finance work? Yeah. So um, at that time I was with Nottingham and I was coaching. um, That is a good way to get supplement your income. Um, I was coaching a team that's just off the um, just off the M1, which is 25, Long Eaton, great rugby club. Yeah. Um, so, a bit of a long-winded story. So, I was injured, actually, <laughs> during normal, this is in normal times, maybe 2017. Um, so, I was injured uh, and just knew that I was, I think I was knocking on the door at 30 and thought, I do now need to start to look at what I'm going to do after I finish. I was like, I still want to play another two or three years, but you know, doing it from from that that school period, I've never bothered about trying to do further education. Um, although I tried a couple of times to keep my mum dad happy in fairness, but never kind of went through with it. Studying in, I would just I would just toss it off. It doesn't, you know, it was it was a tick box exercise as opposed to truly. And I think that's what you need to be when you're trying to do something on the side. You've got to truly be um, into what you're trying to do as opposed to just doing it because you think it's the right thing to do, if that makes sense. So, yeah, it does. Um, I was trying to do that. And so I was just trying to went through everything. So I looked at the fire service, I looked at the police, I looked at being a school teacher, I looked at um, being a financial advisor. And that was the one that kind of was ticking my boxes a little bit. But again, because of the, rightly so, the educational side, you know, the qualifications, I was continuous. I was just like, that is, that again, is not really quite for me. So, uh, Paul Goodman, who, who I work for, who you've met, we yeah. uh, we through through the coaching at Long Eaton, he was one of the sponsors there. And I just mentioned to him one day, on, literally on the side of the room pitch, I was like, I'm just, would, you, would you mind if I just came and spent a couple of days with you just to understand what you do, how it works, and and everything like that? And as as he would be, he was he was he was like, yeah, of course. He you know he, he went and spent a couple of days at his. He's got a little office at the back of his house that's all. I say a little office, it's a proper setup actually, but it's uh, you wouldn't know it's, it's just at the back of his house um, with his couple of staff there working with him and everything. So just try to understand the the, the workings, how it all works and, and the kind of industry knowledge that you need, the compliance is a big one, um, working out all of that. And this, as I say, this is whilst I was still kind of recovering from this, recovering from this injury, I ended up getting fit playing and, and getting back into, into into the swing of things, just doing this on the side. So after a couple of sessions with Paul, he just said, um, he just said, listen, you, you're learning on the go, but you might as well learn whilst, you, whilst you're doing things. And he was like, I'll shadow you. I'll do everything, all the work, really. But you just come and you, you the, best, the biggest thing is going out and speaking to people. So I thought, yeah. right, I can use the rugby side to do everything. And was just starting to kind of get into the swing of it. And then... Uh, and then lockdown hit, so uh, so yeah, we uh, it, it, which give a good opportunity in fairness. It, you know, I had to say to him that there was there was talk of Nottingham going part time, which I mentioned mentioned to you previously. Yeah. But uh, that the, to be to be totally frank about it, the money that was going from sustainable to unsustainable very quickly. Yeah, um, and I just thought, you know, it's it's one of them that was uh, it was the decision was kind of made for me, if I was being honest. So. Paul very kindly said, "Yeah, come on, come on, full time." And there's going to be the government help, which was uh, you'll know. I give a pitch every every other week, but it was the Seabulls, uh, which was the the, the interruption loan, uh, and then the bounce back, which again, pretty much everyone in, in in business took as well. 
Yeah, um, some took two. <laughs> that yeah, exactly. exactly. Trouble right now. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a that'll come back to get us a few a few people. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but uh, so yeah, and but that was really good because it took me again right back to basics. So everything was then the kind of fundamentals on on commercial lending in terms of security, in terms of serviceability, so the business can service the debt. You know, it was actually quite lucky for me in that respect now whilst i would have liked to have still played rugby and and still done everything else the um that gave me a that gave me a, a you know a, a way of way of earning a living really um and had a couple of good sized deals go through which was which was that exciting actually so um so yeah no that's how we that's that's the kind of rugby and and, and finance side of it brilliant and um so along this time you know, and we were all sort of intrigued with what you were doing, interested in the group, etc. But you're also playing uh, with a little chemistry set, as I saw it, and, and making up beer or lager. And yeah. it was, as you said earlier, a side hustle. But here we are today. It's a bona fide company. Um, the product is actually starting to appear out on the shelves. So Tell us how Batch 95 came. It is Batch, isn't it? Because it's spelled Bach as, as the musician, B-A-C-H. But it, am I right? It's pronounced Batch. Exactly right, yeah. So guess, again, not to, not to waffle on, but you go back a little bit further. So whilst we're still playing rugby, both me and um, Will, the guy who I started with, a good friend, he's from same area as me. We lived in in Dix together. He's still playing for sale. He's played two hundred odd games. You know, he's he's, uh, he's a bit of a stalwart there. To be fair, injured at the minute, unfortunately, but you know, he's he's still there. Um, we were at a barbecue. That was this is a bit of a crude story, but it, take it in the, in the nature. So, remember, we were at a barbecue with a load of old lads that were that were uh, playing. So in the summer, um, you know, you're in the preseason, so they 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 flog you really. So you have. Um, usually in, in Monday to Friday, but they do give you the weekend, sometimes Saturday morning. So we're all together. People have already moved on. So the people from Wales, people from Bristol, you know, they were, they we're all at one of the lads' houses having a, having a good catch up and, uh, as I say, a barbecue. And me and Willow were trying to think of what how we could do this, like what way we could make a drink. But we were actually looking at maybe the seltzers, which have gone massive now, actually. Yeah. But still, we were like, we, you know, we drink beer. Like, let's be, let's, they're good when you're, when you're already drunk and you're, you're trying to figure it out, well, you know, what do you do first? Street beer. It's like, I wonder if there's a way we can, we can do this. And then one of the, one of the lads, and he describes himself as voluptuous. So it's okay. That's, it's, it's, it's not, it's not being nasty to him, but. So a big guy. Saying, yeah. He's all right. He's, he's, he's all right. So he, uh, he was like, listen, I'm getting sick about my fat tests. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I can't drink this weekend. Um, so we were like, oh, so do you not want any beer? And he's like, no, no, I'm not going to drink beer, but I've got um, champagne with me. So he, he said, oh, champagne's a bit, little bit better for you. It doesn't have the same calories. And they're like, oh, all right. Anyway, carry on the day, carry on the night. Anyway, he's had about three bottles of champagne anyway, so he should have just, he's, <laughs> just he's pointless. Yeah, pointless anyway. But, uh, but anyway, that kind of gives us a kickstart. And then we kind of look around and try to see what's, what was out there. And the, the, there's... There is some kind of existing products which we which we got, we tried, and we're like, this isn't quite. We, you know, we see it a little bit differently. We're not even trying to beat or compete with those kind of products because ours is a little bit different anyway. You know, it's the, the concepts a little bit the same, but the actual product and what we kind of want it to stand for is completely is completely different. So we're like, right, okay, so how do we look into this? So we contact a load of brewers. Um, 
to try and have someone come up with a recipe. So we managed to get someone uh, to do that. We got a consultant who then kind of, he'd already worked with the brewer previously, but kind of fact-checked everything, if that made sense, to make yeah. sure that, as you were saying, the, the science of it worked. Um, and then we went out to, to look at the various different um, ways you could get it brewed, really, to make it commercial as well, because there's loads of people that said, oh, you can stick it in my tank, but it's only when I've got space, only with this and that. And we're like, well, run it. You know, we are still just figuring it out, but we also don't want to say, oh, can, we need to put a brew in. Well, it can't get done for two months because the, the, the process is four, it's four weeks, really, start yeah. to finish, like stuff going in, stuff coming out. So it's not, it's there's a bit of planning involved around that. So, um, so yeah, we, uh, we we managed to find a contract brewer. Had a couple of trial brews made, and they, you know, they 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 came up with uh, with a couple of products. And in fairness to them, they, they did it on their R and D, so there wasn't too much cost to us other than materials. Got something out, got it that we liked, and then we're like, right. So we've got in the meantime, we're obviously still trying to toy with the name and whatever this was going to be. So um, once we got it out, that kind of sharpened our focus a bit, and we were uh, going through all sorts, all, loads of different names. But in the end, we, we landed on Batch Ninety Five. So where both me and Will are from um, is called Sandbatch, which is fondly known by the locals as the Batch. You know what I mean? We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're in the Batch. The rugby club here, they call you know they call it batch all the time. So um, that kind of where where that came from. So yeah, the BACH. Sometimes a couple of people do say back or bark or whatever. You know, there's a couple of different ones, but no, it, it's uh, it's actually batch, and like a batch of beer. Really, it was kind of where we thought the 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 relevance was. And then the '95 is um, Will plays nine and I play five. Oh. Um, so that was the idea of, of the rugby thing. Um, one point I've missed off is we were trying to make the beer a little bit better for you. So that story about the, the, the body fats and the skin fold, we were trying to make a beer that you could still enjoy yourself. You could have still delivered on um, ABV, so still had a good percentage, um, but was, uh, you know, this is just that wee bit better for you. So it's, our, our beer is gluten-free, vegan-friendly, I to say reduced calories. So it turned out that we managed to get it close enough to, to 95 calories per 330 mil, which is your can or your... Or your yeah. So, um, which is which is where we were when we first started. Now, fast forward, that's kind of kicked on to now it's, uh, we were selling in pints, so it's not quite 95 calories, but the, the name still applies in terms <laughs> yeah. of the, the, the plane numbers and, and, and everything like that. So, um, so, yeah, it's kind of been a bit of a whirlwind in the sense of we were, as I say, working, doing our, our do, all doing our own thing. So, Will was still playing rugby, I was doing the, commercial finance there's another guy involved called Jesse he, uh, he he's like a talent manager represents talent so he had we're all doing our own things and picking it up uh, when we not when we could but it was every day really it was it was it was gathering a bit of momentum and then um, and then in the end we managed to um, we thought right well, if we're going to take some level we need to kind of seek a bit of investment so we've got a little a small bit of investment through some some local guys here um, and they enabled us to kind of take that next step in terms of cash flow, which is, which has given me the chance to, to take it on um, full time, which was just a great Christmas really with yeah. the time that happened. But yeah, um, it's just one of them that yeah, it takes a good while to really get into the swing of things and get your, get your workflow and get things under control. Cause before it was three people doing, I wouldn't say part time. It was actually from three people, 
doing doing a more than more than their fair share, if that made sense. And then it's all kind of fallen fallen back on onto me with with the other two certainly helping out and dipping in. But there's a lot of stuff that it took with me a while to really understand really understand what's a priority, what's not, and then and work that through. I mean, I'm still learning. I, I'm not you know I'm certainly uh, certainly making mistakes frequently. I'm sure, but uh, but yeah, just uh, it's all part of it. So um, quite interesting. So it's gluten free vegan friendly and reduced calorie hence yeah. it fits in with the guy who was drinking champagne because he couldn't have beer because of his fat levels yeah um, his words not mine guys no 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 yeah <laughs> you get measured every week you see when you yeah. when you know to see how hard the training is so um as i say either it wasn't working hard enough or or yeah i was drinking having, too, having too much beer with too many calories yeah so that's cool that if you buy it in the 330 the name actually also signifies near enough the calories but yeah, that's exactly. a coincidence isn't it yeah um did you ever imagine when you sat there as a couple of friends thinking about this wouldn't it be great if we could make a lager that's great to drink still give us gives us the alcohol level because we know what rugby players are like with their drinking sessions yeah yeah but doesn't actually impact your measurement sessions did you ever think it would actually turn into something that is going to end up on the shelves of many 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 drinking establishments well we <laughs> Truthfully, yes and no. So that's a, that's a strange answer, but hopefully can give some context in the sense that we never really let it run away with us because each stage there was there was plenty of hurdles, there was plenty of things that were right, okay, well, we'll see how we go. And even now, listen, we're you know, we're we're, we're working hard all, all the time to 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 try and get there um to get further because you know we're we're still actually a very small brand. There's a lot of really good uh, British brands across the board of craft, craft beer. Um, there's, there's, there's so many. And then obviously the well-known names that everybody everybody knows. Yeah. Um, so you're competing in, in a massive, massive, literally massive market that we, I think we understood, but now we're actually trying to, trying to make it make us make a stand in that in that market you realize even more just how big just the you know the obviously money but the resources as well that you know the other side of it that, that works so um so no we but we did always have this bit like i think you know i think it could go well and when we tasted it and the taste has actually evolved a little bit as we've gone as we've done more brews we've kind of tailored it a little bit more and excuse me and done um, a couple of other little bits to it and we're you know the color and things like that there's loads of, it always you know product development happens and everything doesn't it yeah better, you will so um, there's loads of little bits like that that will still continue to happen but there was always a, a bit of like we've got to because of who we are competing against you've got to go after it haven't you and, and what's the you know what's the worst that happens we say it all the time what's the worst that happens you end up with a house load of beer to yeah. drink. <laughs> we just have a good, we just have a good party. So um, yeah, it's 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 one of them that you know our sights are are, are pretty high. Um, I think that might be the, the the nature of of where we've come from. And, and rugby has given us some really good transferable skills. Now I used to say it all the time about about commercial finance as well, but the same across this. You know, there's there's certain things that are. Are, are pretty good our ability to talk quite frankly to each other and and to people about about the, the business is, is pretty good um and t- trying to take in accountability for what we're trying to do and being a bit more realistic as well you know again with rugby there's times where you've been you know 
you've had a good win, but you've played rubbish. Take that for what it is, and then vice versa. You've had it, you've not won, and you've you've played well, and you've got to take the positives out of that. So, and and other times we've had a drumming, and you know, right, we've got to get our fingers out. So there's there's loads of things that uh, that we that we're getting on, but yeah, there's 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 you've got to have ambition, and I think that's something that we uh, that we do we do try to keep pushing. And uh, if we can't do something, why can't we do it? And is there a way that we is a way that we can get there? Uh, you yeah. know, a roadmap to get there in whatever in whatever way that is, whether that's just a small task, day-to-day task, or being a household name. How how do we get there? So something we're still trying to figure out. But that's great because what you've got up there is a is a goal or a focus that is be a household name. It's something, you know, it's a bit like the I don't they don't call it the goalpost, do they? I don't know what they call it in rugby, but let's say goal, for instance. It, yeah, yeah. That rugby at the end of the day, your focus is to get the ball over that line. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know that, and I'm guessing the discipline of the training and going, you know, and considering what you're eating to keep your your muscle mass where it needs to be or whatever. I'm guessing all that discipline has helped you as well as it for getting on with this business. It's give what it's given me is uh, is especially going from uh, going into the full full time running on it is. We were all doing, as I say, different different jobs within the business. Now, some lads, some of the lads still so will in fairness to him, he still does all of the invoicing um, and financials. And it's on the night time after he's put his kids to bed. So I'm absolutely certain there's nights at nine o'clock at night that he doesn't want to be getting his computer up and doing yeah. you know doing the work that he needs to do. But he does does it all the time. Um, he, he stays right on top of it. He's, he's he's really good at making presentations and 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 making things look nice on the computer. He's, he's a wizard, all of that. So, um, and if you, if you met his personality, I reckon there's a few lads that we played with that didn't think that would be the case actually, but he's, <laughs> he's, he's bloody good at it. So, um, you know, that, that's that, that little bit of discipline there. And, and for me, it's a little bit more, um, and it's the way I played rugby to be fair. It's not so much the, the nice glamorous things. It's the, it's the, the kind of hard yards, the, the, the slogging away and, and, sweating grinding and hustling as it were <laughs> so it's it's but it, as i say that that's the thing that i, that I try to work at it's, it's just nothing replaces hard work really and that's the try that's what i try to, to always always kind of rest my rest my hat on like regardless of what goes right what goes wrong what goes well what doesn't if i've if i flog my pan in and i can say you know what well, I've, I've certainly tried. So with the yeah. bits of detail and all that, 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 you know, that does need to be taken care of, but I do try to uh, just make sure I work hard at it. Brilliant. And um, as you said, you're now full-time in the business. Uh, so you and Paul, I know of, of parted friends, but you're no longer working for Goodman. Yeah. Um, so, which, well, what in- I do is that I still, I still pass anything. So again, cause yeah. you'll know you, you similar concept, you know, you make some great relationships through lockdown because it's a tough time for everyone uh, and if there's anything that comes my way um, through those connections I'll just I'll just literally sign posts pass it, pass it on to Paul provide the introduction let them let them do their let them do their bit and if it goes any further great if it doesn't you know no problem because I, I I certainly owe him that he's been uh, he's been very good to me uh, in terms of giving me a go you know giving me a go when when there was there was no real need to before a pandemic I mean you know before before any of that he, he, there's no he, he's, he's given me his time and his 
and his guidance and um, he's a good guy to work for. So, uh, yeah, I think that's the right thing to do in that, um, make sure that still happens. But, yeah, no, as I say, this is the this is the, uh, the bread and butter for me now. But the good news is the fact that you're not with Goodman Corporate now is because Batch 95 is, is growing and becoming very successful. So where is it at at the minute? I mean, in, it, in its life cycle, um, where is it going out to? How are you getting this product out to market? So um, at the minute we do, um, we do a lot direct. That's obviously local. Um, and that's where we're, you know, we're the, the analogy that uh, Davina, the lady that does a bit of work for us, uses is it's uh, that onion, you know, that inner, that inner core and yeah. we're just trying to, trying to go layer by layer, layer out. So in, in and around our, our town and local area, it's, that's probably where we're, we're, we're pretty strong in a couple of the surrounding towns. Um, and then we're just trying to now, as I say, make it make a little bit more of a, a stance in Cheshire. So we do, listen, we're doing, we're doing really well for where we were, where we were six months ago, where we were a year ago, you know, it, yeah. it, it's, it's mad how it goes. And as I say, the, the coronavirus did have an effect on that because essentially we started off as an e-commerce business, just, just going to, you know, you had our website, you got it the next day, you could get beer on subscription every month. It was a, it was a good, it was still is to be fair. That's it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good little thing for us. It works that way. And then, as we came out of lockdown, people locally who, who had pubs and restaurants, they said, oh, we've seen this on, on Facebook, on whatever, on Instagram, um, or heard about it. Do you do the trade? And this is when it was outside eating or rule of six or yeah. whatever it was for, for the various establishments. Um, and we're like, oh, yeah, okay, we do. And then, so that's then evolved from us changing our kind of design, going into bottles, going into draft, which is, is pints uh, and keg. And kind of flipping that now that life's normal is that you know the the online business is good but you know the people who drink at home other people who drink at home and the people who go out and, and drink it are a little bit more of our, our target at the moment and that's not yeah. to say we, we, we try to work pretty hard on keeping a good service for the people that want to order it on our website get it delivered the next day and and get it in a nice box that we've that we've spent a good bit of money on branding wise um uh, we can get on Amazon if needs be. Um, obviously, we'd like them to come direct if they can. But for for whatever for whatever purpose, the e-commerce has now flipped to uh, to Entree, uh, which we're trying to work pretty hard at. So, um, so yeah, it's 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 one of them that you, you just keep keep trying to build a little bit more of a of a of a following and and, and an understanding because what we get what loads of people say when we when we offer it them is um, it's not that bad. I think. <laughs> we wouldn't make something to be bad you know what I mean I wouldn't be trying to force it I wouldn't be trying to you know get you to have a go and, and trying to force myself on you here if you if you uh, if it was going to be bad I was like and then they have another sweet like, oh, that's actually really nice and they have another sweet like, that's really refreshing actually I could drink that and it just that's basically yeah. what we're against the big brands and also that kind of stigma around stuff that's reduced calories gluten free and, and all of that yeah. Li- liquids first you know that liquid is number one and everything else kind of go, you build your brand around that. Yeah. So, um, and the, uh, the, the vegan bit, I mean, that's popular these days, isn't it? People are always looking ones that are vegan friendly. Or vegan. Yeah. It's, and that's really easy. That's, that's actually a pretty easy, pretty easy thing to, to yeah. consider in fairness. But yeah, it's the, like most beers are, it's just that the certain filters that you use, you know, have, have, have items in that, 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 that makes it uh, unable to be vegan. But, you know, the majority of it is, um, it's pretty easy to it's pretty easy to sort out. So 
Um, it's one of them that we we try to make it as inclusive as possible. Um, yeah. And I think some of those characteristics have then led, led us to be in some in some pretty cool pretty cool places actually in Cheshire. And as I say, we've got a couple of national listings now at the. Um, the botanist that's the most famous one so we're in yeah, we're all, we got, all the new world training company so we're in yeah. in every botanist which is uh, which is a big one for us actually because you know they're they're a great business we're in all of the youth hospitals as well youth hospital association which again i had someone send me a picture from when they were on holiday in cornwall uh saying bloody hell we're down there so it's it's cool as i say as you, as you get out there so um but yeah, no, it's, it's as I say, it's those Bad, little those it? characteristics are those little things that hopefully make us a bit different. Yeah, and I, I mean, you know, going going to the trade and doing it in draft—that's about volume, isn't it? That you're going to be doing a volume that's going to get your name known, which in turn will actually bring your e-commerce back around again. I guess exactly. It's all got to pull. It's all got to. It all ties in together. But you're exactly right that that as we start to work with a little bit more wholesalers to get that bit further reach, it's 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 one of them that you lose a good bit of your margin but the kind of reach that you get is is the trade-off so you've just got to figure it out really that you know for us with as, as we're starting to go it's i think for us it's it's worth it for that for that extra reach yeah any plans to get your own brewery yes absolutely so <laughs> we just gotta we're just trying to figure out at the minute how 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 we do that would we like to Definitely. We've got a great relationship with the brewers. They're, they're really good to us and we'll, you know, really, really, really appreciate them and the relationship we've got with them. But the, the, if we can brew it ourselves, which not everybody does, there's plenty of big brands that don't brew it themselves. Yeah. Um, but if we can brew it ourselves, um, that's one way that you can you can obviously uh, reduce your costs. But then do we then try to get a, 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 cup, a pub first or a bar first where selling our stuff and other local stuff and then you then go again and again and you start to build like a, a, a chain of establishments that are that's that and you gain traction that way there's you, you know there's we'll see there's <laughs> you just yeah. have to take it as it comes take opportunities as you see them don't you yeah i know somebody that buys pubs but sadly they don't stock beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah tom knows that i'm into buying pubs but i don't i don't i don't do them as beer pubs so no, they, that's uh, it, it might, over, don't it, you, so. it might be good fun in the latest one to get a couple of posters tom and and get one of the taps looking like it's button patch yeah, 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 yeah. um so what have been your what what hurdles have you had to overcome from taking this side hustle to being this actual not a real life company because all companies are real life but this actual beast that could go absolutely phenomenal what's been your biggest challenges cash flow has been a pretty big one uh, which as i say it's quite ironic when you go back to what my uh well not ironic but it just gives you an understanding a, a little bit better when you go back to that's what I used to try and help businesses with um, previously. So cash flow is a big one. Um, time is, is another one. So even now, you know, there's not enough time in the day. There's plenty of weekends and night times that work that gets continued on, um, which again, I think is the same with, with anything when, you, when you're trying to get it going. That, that's the two things that are quite, uh, that are, well, hard to come by. More time and more money. So uh, it's that, that's, that's the other thing. Um, I think the other thing is, you know, we we don't come from a background in this. We don't actually have a um, don't really have a sounding board. We have a couple of a couple of mentors actually. The guy who did our recipe, for example, he he's he's a pretty good guy to sound off. But we 
that's a good thing and a bad thing because I guess what I have to say there's a couple of mistakes that we're no doubt making um, and have made and will continue to make but we're also doing it our way which is quite cool as well so it's that's that's the kind of trade-off I think in, in that respect but um, as I say a little bit of industry knowledge it's not like but like most traditional businesses where they'll go okay I've worked in um, I've worked I don't even know like I've worked in insurance for 10 years and now I'm going to become an insurance broker do you know what I mean? I'm going to do yeah. it myself. Or I've been a plumber. I worked for a plumber for, for this year. Now I'm going to open my own plumbing business. It's not, that's not really the way. That's not all the way. I've got like that baseline knowledge, if that makes sense. We're, yeah, you're going into an industry that has, is linked to rugby, but rugby doesn't actually give you the skill to understand that industry. Oh, not all. It? Yeah, not all. As I say, there's, there's nothing really specific. We've, we've, we've learned on the go. Most people have been, you know, fairly accommodating on that, you know, not tried to not try to get one up on us as, as, as they could, I'm sure. But, um, you know, we, we try to take everything with it, everything in our stride and, and take it for what it is. Like we are, we are learning, you know, there's yeah. no, there's no, we're not trying to say we're, we know what's, what's happening. And, and as I say, we're, we're still a pretty small beer brand. It would, it would, it would have got quite a cool product. that are just, that are just on the, on the way, on the way to making something, um, or, or make it or seen if we if it if it's got the lens to, 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 to go on. So uh, yeah, I, I think it has got there. I think it's got legs. We're starting to see it appear in places, Tom, and it's so cool. So for somebody that's actually where you were, bunch of mates thinking, wouldn't this be a cool idea? For somebody in that position, they've got an idea for a product, they think it's a cool idea, but they haven't done anything yet. What would be your guidance? to them given that you have gone through that stage i think you've got to have um a good bit of drive and belief in in, in what it is so you you can't really i'm allowed to swear yeah not we can't really half arse it if that makes sense so because you're doing it in yeah it's not really swearing but you know what i mean because you can't because you're not um because you're doing the, the, the initial bits realistically it, you, you're not going to be able to quit your job and do that you know, you've got to be able to, you've got to be doing a lot of the the unglamorous bits. And it isn't glamorous, you know, sitting down and, and going to a market on a freezing cold Sunday to sell, you know, five or six boxes. And you only be barely breaking even, for example. That's the stuff that you do at the beginning because you just got to. It's all it's all part of getting it in front of people. You know, the, the, there's there's bits that we did that were looking back down like, oh, that was wasn't that a waste of time and a waste of money and a bit miserable and all that? But it's it's all part of the process, you know. Yeah. And, and there'll be more of those coming. Everybody does it in in every respect, I'm sure. So it's it's all just about you know picking the picking the right idea. Because again, me and Will, we've we've talked all sorts of rubbish when we've been in the I'll say in digs at twenty one year old or twenty two year old or twenty five year old or twenty eight year old. You know what I mean? As it, as it's all. As it's evolved as you've got older, you you, you realise okay, you've got to you've got to commit to what you're doing and be willing to put in those um, those kind of hard yards. Yeah, so hard work, guys. If you want to go take something you've got an idea for, hard work sounds like it with Tom. Bit of commitment. Be prepared to put in the hard jobs before you get to the glamorous ones. And as he said earlier, you know, these guys didn't just start this and and just go for it. They did check out who their competition were and they produced a product that would actually compete at that level. So 
Tom, phenomenal. How do people reach out to you if they want to, you know, buy your beer? Because you did say you'd still got an e-commerce business. So where do they go to to get hold of your product? Yeah, so it's it's pretty easy. It's just on the on the website, um, batch95.com. Um, just uh, we actually have just just done some updates to that. Actually, it's it's looking good. So it's just had cool. a uh, it's had a bit of an overhaul. So uh, you can get it on there. You can actually see we've we've just put on a map on there where you can where where you can get the bit. Um, so you know, like one of those Google Maps with the pins on. So oh, it'll show so you, you can see which. Uh, establishments are stocking. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So and that's ever changing, to be fair. Yeah. Of course it is. But a couple of the couple of the mainstays. So the ones that are on there, as I say, the youth hostels, the botanists, um, a couple of the bars and restaurants in around Manchester and Cheshire, um, some of the bottle shops and wine shops, those kind of independents. Um, again, they're mainly around Cheshire, but for for where we're anywhere in the UK, you can get it um, the next day or the delivery on uh, on batch95.com. Brilliant. So if you're wanting a reduced calorie lager, you need gluten free, um, give it a go. Because as people are saying, it's not bad, that is it? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? It's actually pretty cool. So, Tom, as I always do, I'm going to go into a little bit of a quick fire to get to learn about you a little bit more rather than your business. So there's no point me doing rugby versus soccer. We all know the answer. So I'm going to make it a little bit harder for you. Rugby union versus rugby league, which one and why? So believe it or not, I really enjoy watching rugby league because quite often they play on a Friday night. So you would be on telly all the time. So you <laughs> can watch it before your game on a Saturday. That's what I used to like doing. So I enjoy rugby league. Um, but no, it would be wrong with me. It's, it's given me a, given me a living for, for 13 years. So uh, rugby union. Rugby union, brilliant. Now, fitness-wise, because I know you're not um, you're not playing rugby professionally anymore. Fitness-wise, is it the gym or going out for a team sport game somewhere? So I've just gone back to my old rugby club who I haven't played for since I was uh, seventeen. Uh, so I've gone back to Sandbach. Uh, since moving back to the area, so I've gone back there. So play them but then I do go to the gym again with a couple of my uh, couple of my childhood pals got a good little good little system going so I've tried to go to the gym uh, two or three times a week and, and work on these these creaky joints and old old injuries that are, that are still lingering around to uh, to keep keep moving a little bit but yeah to try to the gym and, and team sport really okay um and what's been your most extravagant purchase other than your home because we know that can be a, a big layout but what's been your most extravagant purchase in your life personally yeah yeah my wife's engagement ring cool brilliant love I was, that i was uh, i was shocked and the 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 salesman saw me coming he did a good job he did a great job he looks fantastic <laughs> but he yeah yeah i was uh he uh, he he up he upsold, he upsold me pretty good actually. <laughs> yeah, never share the links of the podcast with your wife, Tom. She doesn't <laughs> want to know that the sales. No, really she knows. I remind her of it every time. Every time I need or want something, I remind her of it. Don't worry. Um, I've been asking this last one to our last few guests um, because of the where the world is right now. But if there was one thing you could do to change the world, what would it be? One thing to change the world, I think. One thing that I, I I think it should be a little bit easier for people to actually have a go at things. So I know that sounds stupid, but and that could just be maybe the UK as opposed to the world. But 
you know, the avenue to be able to try something and it doesn't work, no problem. You know, it's, I feel like you, it's not really particularly, um, it might be a culture thing or what, but it's not really a, um, an environment where it's easy to succeed at stuff. It's, I think it's a lot easier to fail at stuff than it is to succeed at stuff. You know, we've, there's some friends of ours that are, are overwhelmingly supportive, you know, pay, pay money for beer that, you know, they, 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 they might not always drink or they get, they still go to the supermarket and get their normal stuff. You know, they, they, there's low, you know, there's, there's some support like that. But I just think for, for it to be socially acceptable that you can try things and you can, you can try and support people and, and look after things like in, in that respect. And that's coming from me personally because I, I, that's what I've, yeah. I've felt it on both respects. I felt it good and felt it bad. But I just think if in the world you could, it could be a bit easier to, to have a go at something. And if it doesn't work, no problem. You can go somewhere else or you can go back to what you did before or whatever. I think it's uh, it's, it's too easy to, to fail at things unnecessarily. You know? Yeah, and I think there is a little bit of culture, I think, though, because if you look at America, if somebody says they're going to give a business a go, everybody's, oh, brilliant, well done, mate, pat on the back. Yeah. And if it doesn't go right, it's like, well, you know, pick yourself up, do it, let's do it again. Whereas, in you know, what I've found and experienced is there's, when you say you're going to start a business in the UK, it's like, oh, you sure you want to be doing that? Why don't, yeah. get, why don't you just get a normal job? Yeah. Yeah. And then when it goes wrong, they're like, told you, told you. So I think it's it's not so much that the environment isn't there for you to succeed, in my opinion. I think there's there's too many avenues that when you do fail, which let's face it, the top basketball players actually miss more shots than they get because that's yeah, how exactly. they succeed. But I think it's the environment is more about, it's almost like you get a penalty if you failed at something. So if you yeah. go for an interview, for instance, or you go to work for somebody else and they go, oh, well, you tried your own business. You've be, you not been working for two years. You tried your own business and that failed. Oh, why was that? Well, yeah. a lot of businesses do fail, guys. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I get where you're coming from with that one, Tom. Love it. And last but not least, the one we always ask, because the show is called Sweat, Grit and Hustle. So which one of those words resonates with you the most and why? For me, it's uh, it's grit um, and not to sound um, too cliche, um, but <clears throat> we used to say it about Rotherham. It's a gritty place to go. You know, oh yeah, no, very gritty. There's no, there's no glamour there, but you know when you get down to it, it's uh, it's a great place with great people, um, and I think that's you know this the same in same in business, same in life. You know, I, I don't think I'm a particularly um, flashy person in any respect. You know, that is it's about the grit, and if you can be be gritty and work hard and do that kind of unseen work and not scared to get your, your hands dirty and, and, and muck in as it were I think you know whatever happens I can I can live with myself after that you know everything else that's out of our control all what we've just spoken about as long as I've done I've, I've, I've worked as hard as I can and done those those bits that are uh, that, that are the hard yards I'm, I'm happy to to take the win lose or draw Brilliant answer. Yeah, we were built on coal dust up here, mate. But I am surprised you say there's nothing glamorous in Rotherham because that's where I'm from. But I'm sorry, I won't, I won't be the uh, the rugby ground. The, the people there won't mind me saying that. Yeah. It's all what we used to say. Yeah, couldn't resist that one, Tom. But yeah, the rugby ground in Rotherham is not very pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Even getting to the car park's not pretty there. Yeah. Tom, it has been an absolute pleasure hearing how things are going and what you're up to. Thank you so much for coming on the show. 
No, thanks, Tracy. It's been good fun. And we will be back next week, guys, when I'm going to bring you some tips of um, what to do when you're getting started in business in terms of your marketing. So we will see you next time. To keep up with what we're doing and what's coming on Sweat, Grit and Hustle, do visit us at www.sweatgrithustle.com.